Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can I tell you a little secret about me? I love the peanuts. <laughs> The the whole family dynamic and the roles that they play so magnificently, probably, other than Snoopy, I would tell you that Pigpen is my favorite. <laughs> He's such a disaster. Everywhere he goes, the cloud of dirt follows him. I was I was not that kind of kid, but my brother certainly was that kind of kid, and it just makes me laugh. We used to call my brother Pigpen. Uh, and so I love the peanuts. I actually have thank you cards that are peanuts on the front of them. Uh, and anytime that I can see Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown, it just, it makes me giggle. It, it hasn't gotten old yet. Uh, so Peppermint Patty and Snoopy and Woodstock and Charlie Brown and Pigpen and Lucy and I'm sure Missing but yeah, the dynamic between Charlie Brown and Lucy is just great anyway because they're siblings and my brother and I were so like that. And so we have decided, in fact, I asked producer Jay to find me a gift from the Peanuts and from Thanksgiving. And of course, he found one right away. Snoopy loves his food and he's a big, uh, he's, he's a big cook. He's got the chef's hat on and Peppermint Patty is mesmerized because of what he's doing with their food uh, yeah, d- don't necessarily need to know how the sausage is made, I guess. But Snoopy's so happy because he's right in the middle of, of food prep. And that's going to be me on Wednesday afternoon and evening. I do have some yard work to do. But I volunteered to bring two desserts and I'm going all kind of crazy. I'm making a Mexican seven-layer dip, too. Never done that before. So this will be a first for me going to a friend's Thanksgiving dinner. There are at least last count 20 plus adults. So I figured we would need extra food, 20 plus adults of all shapes and sizes and ages, uh, and then a bunch of kids as well. So it's going to be great. One of the things I'm really looking forward to is spending time with the matriarch of this particular family. She is a grandmother, of course, and a great grandmother in her nineties. And last year, At this Thanksgiving dinner, I sat across from her and her husband, who passed away a couple of months ago. I went to the wake. I went to the to the calling hours. And I've since seen her. Her family goes to my church. And so I've since seen her and had the opportunity to speak to her. And I I not only do I love her, she's such a sweet woman. She's so full of joy, even in the midst of her loss. She always seems to have a smile when I encounter her in her 90s. But she still dresses to the nines. Her jewelry matches all of her clothes. She will no doubt have a skirt on for Thanksgiving. She's an accomplished piano player. Again, this is my friend's mom. And 
I haven't had the chance to tell her about my grandmother. I did tell her last year about Grammy Helen. And again, we were sitting across from one another. She and her husband were asking me all kinds of questions. Well, he was asking me about my radio show and about what I talked about on my radio show. And if I ever talked about myself or it was all football, I remember him asking me that. Uh, And again, he's since passed away. It was very sudden. And so the family's obviously missing him this holiday season. But at the time... Last Thanksgiving, I was able to rave about my grandmother and how we were planning for her 100th birthday celebration and how well she was doing. Um, and so I I know she'll understand. I know I will have an empathetic and a kind, compassionate ear. But maybe those of you who've lost someone recently, you understand. Um, and maybe it doesn't even need to be recently. I just want to talk about my grandmother. I miss her so much right now and, and miss her. I think it's going to be even more so around this holiday season. Um, and I, I'm not going to see any family over this Thanksgiving week to be able to talk about her to another woman who's in her nineties, who has experienced so something so similar in her life um, to, you know, to, to continue to live and to get the most out of life and to care enough to get dressed and do her hair and put on jewelry that matches and, She's sweet and she's kind and I'm hoping I from what I know of her I think she'll she'll understand. I'm hoping that she will be interested in hearing some of my last stories about Grammy Helen. Uh, and so that I'm for that reason I'm looking forward to someone that I can speak to about my grandmother. Uh it's you know how it goes. The holidays are they're full of joy and a lot of times there's laughter and there is time spent with people that we haven't seen in a long time. But there's also the opposite. There's also pain and there's the feeling of loss and grief. And even now, um, thinking about some of the more recent tragedies in the United States, um, in Colorado Springs, there are families who are missing their loved ones. And there are families who are still hoping that their loved ones will recover and will be able to come home. Uh, We think about the Virginia, University of Virginia community, Charlottesville, and the three football players who lost their lives and, and the ripple effects, not just for their families, for their family at the football facility, their teammates, and the number of other players around the, the college landscape or, you know, other conferences and other schools that had ties to those young men and how painful it is for these families. If they're even sitting down at a Thanksgiving dinner to look at a chair or a spot at the table where their sons, their brothers, their loved ones used to sit. And then even now thinking about, um, and and I don't know all the details, only that there was uh, another shooting a few hours ago at a Walmart where no doubt there were a lot of people who were, who were making their last minute jaunt to the grocery store uh, to get whatever they need. Maybe they'd started cooking, started food prep, and they didn't have a chance to finish it because they needed some other ingredients. That's that's happened to me as well. Um, and th- this takes pl- this took place in Virginia, excuse me, a Chesapeake Walmart uh, where a gunman opened fired, open fire. It is believed that the gunman was killed uh, when law enforcement responded. So I, I don't have a name or anything like that. According to law enforcement, there are fewer than 10 people who are dead. And I'm sorry to say that. It sounds very callous. 
I don't mean that's a positive, only that that's the number that was given by the authorities in a Virginia Walmart. And, and the, so it just happened a few hours ago. Uh, the details are still coming in, but those are the situations and the tragedies that are so real and, and right now in front of our faces. And we've had multiple um, hurricanes come through and, and weather events that have led to the loss of life as well. And so as much as Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, it, it is my favorite holiday. I love it, even though I won't see my family. There's also loss and pain and grief that comes with that because holidays are generally about spending time with the people that we love. And when they're missing or they're gone, that hole in in, in our hearts can feel so much more enormous. And I'm definitely in that space, uh, even as I look forward to the joy and the friendship and and the food and obviously the the fellowship and the company and the football, I, I can't even tell you how desperately I miss my grandmother. Um, and so there's a lot of that. I understand that. And, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't not want to miss her. Uh, and it's just something that when you love someone, you have to walk through that grief when they're gone. So I, I feel all of that, even as we head into Thanksgiving, but I still believe it's, it's worth loving, right? And it's still going to be a happy Thanksgiving and we have a lot to be thankful for. Uh, if you wonder what I'm thankful for, producer Jay fielded that question to me on our latest video version of Ask Amy Anything. It's on our YouTube channel. We love the the comments and the responses that we're getting. Uh, so you can find it there easily. Just Google it after hours with Amy Lawrence YouTube. Oh my gosh, my college roommate. I spent the weekend with her in Maine and uh, we had our own Friendsgiving. Also just such a blessing. Uh, she lost her mom recently, and so we were able to support and encourage one another. And we made some some different dishes, so not classic Thanksgiving dishes, but we made some other dishes, and we had ourselves a feast. And then we made sure we walked and hiked and <laughs> explored lighthouses to work off all the food and the calories. Anyway, she said to me she didn't realize we had a YouTube channel, and so I was showing her our latest video, and she said to me, Hey, look at this. If you're on YouTube and you Google after hours with, it's the second thing that pops up. <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> How about that? Hear. Does that make you really excited? It does. I mean, I'm trying to get it to be that way. So it's like purposely the case. So the fact that it's actually working. Wait, have, is you very ne- good. have you never gone onto YouTube and Googled it? I have, but it's like our account. So I don't know if it's like showing favorites or anything. So to do it from just an outside computer. Oh, yeah. Nice. On her phone. She just pulled up YouTube and Googled after hours with, and there it was. It was the second one to pop up. Boom. I don't remember the first one, but it was the second one to pop up. So, yes, we're not going to do the audio version, the audio edition of Ask Amy Anything on this show, but we are going to do, or are going to share the video version. Maybe, this is only if Producer Jay has time, he will grab one Q&A from that just to kind of give you a taste of it, an indication of, of what we were talking about. And uh, we'll use that as a bit of a tease. We had fun doing that conversation. In fact, it might be my favorite video that we've done so far next to Wordle. Wordle will always be my favorite because (laughs) it was so in the moment and we were such idiots about Wordle. Like it was just so perfect. It was pure emotion in that video. Oh, it was. It was so perfect. I like literally couldn't have been, we couldn't have scripted it or acted that and that act like appropriately. It was perfect. Uh, And so anyway, this might be my second favorite, though, because it's fun and it's witty and producer Jay's in a good mood. So he's all goofy. And the questions were interesting. Uh, And I also got to sport a brand new 
piece of clothing with a story behind it. So for all those reasons, all you got to do is go to YouTube, Google, just, just not Google, sorry, search after hours with, you'll see it pop up right now. It's number two where it was the last time I looked and go to our page. Or if that's too much work for you and you're already on Facebook, then it's pinned to the top of our Facebook page. And actually, it will be pinned to the top of our Twitter account after our CBS once our latest poll is done. So we kind of recycle through or cycle through uh, the various polls that we have. We got a question for you that will certainly extend for the next uh, couple days. I hope that you will answer it. What is the one Thanksgiving dish that you must have present at the dinner table? So look for the peanuts. Look for Snoopy. The one Thanksgiving dish that makes your Thursday complete. Or if you celebrate on Friday. Some people do multiple Thanksgivings because they have to go from uh, location to location. I'm actually driving not far, but I have to do about a 90-minute drive on Friday to get down to see some friends. And I'm a little bit wary of the traffic. The millions and millions of people who are going to be on the roads this Thanksgiving weekend is great for us as radio hosts, (laughs) but maybe not as great if you're in the traffic. So I'm hoping that I will avoid it. I've made plans to return late Saturday at night, but I I wouldn't touch Sunday Thanksgiving travel with a 10-foot pole. No, thank you. It'll be tough enough coming into work that night with the hordes of people who are returning to New York City at the end of the weekend. We're going to be stuck in that traffic coming in uh, on Sunday night, but we'll cross that bridge. Literally, we'll cross that bridge over the Hudson River when we get to it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I can't tell you what my favorite Thanksgiving side is, or maybe that's the question that producer Jay will will use from our Ask Amy Anything video. But Jay, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side? Because... Uh, I've not. I actually don't know the answer to this. Aside, I might go with mac and cheese, which which I know isn't a staple everywhere at everyone's Thanksgiving table, but I think enough at this point where it's considered a fair game, right? Is that your favorite? I think that is my favorite. Yeah, mashed potatoes are really good. That's a classic. So Wayne agrees with you. He says mac and cheese on Twitter, but he, then he puts in parentheses, "I know I'm weird." So <clears throat> I I don't think he meant that mm. as a slight at you, but I. I do believe that you fall into that category. I don't think that's weird. Mac, Mac and, and cheese. cheese out of a box? No, not out of a box. It would be homemade, actually. Not by me, but it will be homemade. Thanks for clarifying. Uh, Keith says candied yams. Ooh, I do love anything to do with sweet potatoes. And I've never made the sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows, but boy, is it delicious when I've someone else makes it. Dave goes with mashed potatoes. So yeah, we're, we're all, uh, another tweet, Caesar salad. Okay. I mean, I do like my greens at Thanksgiving because you have so many carbs and so much protein that it's good to mix in some greens. I had a spinach salad with my friends giving. I don't know. We also had asparagus roasted and we had roasted squash. So it's really good. Uh, but I, I don't think I've ever had a Caesar salad. So that's kind of cool. This is what I love about this question. We ask it every year and you all come up with some of the most unique dishes that I've never had at my Thanksgiving table. Uh, so yeah, you can send those responses to Twitter after our CBS or our Facebook page vote for TD of the week. Uh, kind of funny, funny, but slash cool to hear some of the athletes that we generally focus on the football field, the basketball court, 
the ice hockey rink, uh, maybe it's the World Cup pitch, whatever it is. We see them not so much as human beings a lot of times. We see them as superstar athletes who they must make tons of money, and that means they're not like us. So they're not having a quote-unquote normal Thanksgiving dinner, and yet many of them will talk about Thanksgiving traditions and what it means to them. Josh Allen is psyched to play football on Thanksgiving because this is a special tradition. Knowing that everybody's... You know, sitting at, at at home, probably bellies full or about to get their bellies full <laughs> uh, watching no. watching football. I remember that as a kid uh, the most, whether it was at our house or one of our friends' house, just, um, you know, eating as much as possible and, and watching the games. And, um, again, I am was a huge fan of football. I'm still a huge fan of football, so I, I still remember watching those games as a kid. Yeah, that's exactly it. Josh Allen was just a normal kid who would be stuffed, probably uh, running around wreaking havoc for his family. I mean, I'm, I don't know when he had his growth spurt, but could you imagine just an, a Josh Allen with all the energy, like rolling, knocking people over in the family football game because he was already a thick kid? Uh, and this is what he remembers, Thanksgiving football. But isn't that so true? Uh, I also heard Dan Campbell talk about it and why it, it's going to be such a great day uh, for the Lions. They've won three games in a row, but this is a tradition that is so firmly entrenched and ingrained with Lions fans and with the Lions franchise. They play on Thanksgiving just like the Dallas Cowboys. I feel like you can set your clocks on that. There's not a whole lot in this world that doesn't change, but that is something that we can always count on. So a little more of the the Thanksgiving conversation. Oh, this is kind of funny. I mean, no one's going to feel sorry for Aaron Rodgers. But again, the fact that we can picture Aaron Rodgers at a Thanksgiving table with a bunch of his teammates is cool. Yeah, I got steamrolled, I think. Uh, there's there's never really been too many competing uh, parties. Oh, no. But this year, the Crosbys, <laughs> you know, those kickers, they rose up and those said, kickers. not this year. Nice. This year... It's ours. And so I was assuming, you know, the Bakhtiaris and the Cobbs would kind of uh, triple host this thing at my <laughs> house, uh, you know, gladly, like I've done in the past. But the Crosbys kind of jumped in there, bogarted all of our guest lists. Oh, wow. no. <laughs> so it's at the Crosbys this year. Oh, look at that. The kicker with the gray hair. He and his wife and his family, they hijacked Thanksgiving from Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and, no. And David Bakhtiari. And then also uh, he said he's at the Cobbs, meaning Randall Cobb. Those are his best friends on the team. So, yeah, as much as Aaron Rodgers annoys us very often, and, and I'm saying us because it, it's definitely the case with me. I frequently am rolling my eyes when I hear him talk. Um, the fact is he's a normal human being and he's a human being that also appreciates Thanksgiving and the Packers have had to play at times, but this year they don't. And so he's going to get to celebrate and the Bakhtiaris and their families and the Crosbys and th that's special. Pretty nice. Yeah. It's, it's family and it's friends. And these are my five F's for Thanksgiving. I give five F's on Thanksgiving, <laughs> family, friends, food, fun, football. And I truly do believe at least for my, uh, my own purposes that football comes last, but I will watch it and I will be here with you on Thanksgiving night and I will be giddy and I'll probably be a couple pounds heavier, but it'll be totally worth it. Totally worth it. Maybe I'll wear stretchy pants. <laughs> Okay, it's not going to be that bad, but admit it. Some of you all unbutton your pants or 
specifically pull out the stretchy pants. Uh, maybe you pull out the pants that have the elastic waistband to go for Thanksgiving. Just be honest. There's no judgment here. It's all love because it's Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to you. Find me on Twitter, Radio. Answer our question. Look for the peanuts. Look for Snoopy. He's prepping. He's all busy. And then also look on our Facebook page. And many of you are uh, weighing, well, you're wearing your elastic waistband. And you're also weighing in there. All right, coming up. We're going to get to these three matchups on Thanksgiving. Really looking forward to that. Um, But we have some injury updates that we want to pass along because we're waiting to find out who, what, where, when, and why for week, you guys, week 12. Week 12 starts in mere hours. How is that possible? Jay was trying to help me figure out when my fantasy football playoffs begin because I'm never in the fantasy football playoffs. I'm always in the consolation bracket, but you guys, I'm nine and two. Boom! I'm first place in my league. And so I got to get ready for the playoffs. Oh, you want to stress out Amy Lawrence? Just wait until the fantasy football playoffs roll around. There's money on the line that would pay for the trip to Phoenix for the Super Bowl. So, yeah. I'm going to need all of your good vibes and good thoughts and fingers crossed and toes crossed because that definitely works. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. EQ surrounded by Bayless Jones and Cole Komet. Bayless Jones in motion now. Left to right. Keeper. Fields. Cuts inside. Left to the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Bears. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Jeff Joniak on Bears Radio. And I know you've noticed, I've noticed, we've all noticed, that ever since Matt Eberflus and the Bears coaching staff decided to let Justin Fields loose, decided to give him more opportunities to run, to allow him to be creative with his legs and his athleticism, well, that offense has put up some pretty incredible numbers. Uh, They're not winning, so that's the hard part, is that they're not seeing yet the fruits of their labor. However, more and more, you can see why the, the Chicago Bears drafted Justin Fields, why they're committed to him, 
I don't think they did him any favors in the first year, but he did get some reps at least. Maybe he got to work out some of the kinks. Maybe he got to get adjusted to the speed. Now, remember he told us going back to, gosh, I actually think it was his preseason as a rookie that he didn't think the game was all that fast. (laughs) Okay, Justin. Anyway, we're starting to see a little more of the Justin Fields that came out of Ohio State. By the way, humongous OSU-Michigan game this weekend that we will talk about. Number two versus number three. You certainly could look at the stats, and just on paper, there's a massive disparity. Did you know that the Bears are last in the NFL in passing yards per game? Not even 130 passing yards per game. But, it's a big old but. They are first in rushing yards per game. This is what they're averaging, you guys. 197.9 rushing yards per game. That's their average. And that's in large part due to what we've seen from Justin Fields. It's not only Justin, but clearly they're attempting to highlight his skill set. It's a little bit like what Jim Harbaugh, sorry, John, John Harbaugh, a lot of Harbaugh's at that Thanksgiving table, had to do with Lamar Jackson. He went from Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson. And completely retooled the offense. But it added life. You can only ask your quarterback to be what he is. And it's on you if you drafted a guy and then you try to change him. This is how Justin Fields is most effective. He already has seven rushing touchdowns. 13 passing touchdowns. He's well over 2,400 total yards. Allow Justin to be who Justin is. Put him in a position to succeed. And again, I understand the wins are not there yet, but that's not completely on Justin. Right now, they're averaging just under 22 points per game on offense. Their defense is giving up nearly 25. So there's a little disparity there. They need Justin, though, to succeed. You can see how critical he is. In all facets of the offense. The rushing game, sure, he's the one who passes it. But you can see his command in the huddle more and more. Except if he's not in the huddle, that could be a problem for the Chicago Bears coming up this weekend. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We knew that he came out of last week's loss with a shoulder injury. And Ian Rappaport gave the latest on the Rich Eisen show. I would say he's hurt. Um, but his status is still TD. I mean, it's a real, you know, it's a real injury. It's something that I think was really painful. Uh, it is a left shoulder injury. So we have seen quarterbacks sustain left shoulder injuries in the past and play. Uh, Baker Mayfield is one, and Trubisky had one a couple years ago. There's been some history of this. So, you know, I would say his status is TBA. The team feels optimistic on him playing. So that at least is a good sign, but you don't really know until you get through a couple of days and see how he responds. Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, again, on the Rich Eisen show. They've lost seven of their last eight. This is not that different than what we saw with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Remember, they had dropped five of six. Or the stretch where the Green Bay Packers are right now. If I I think I've got this right, they've dropped six of seven. Right now, they have the same number of wins as the Chicago Bears. There are teams that are stuck in ruts. 
We knew the Las Vegas Raiders desperately needed a win. And into that scenario, yo, the Denver Broncos happened to be next up on their schedule. Wins are so valuable. They might as well be gold. (laughs) They're so hard to come by, too. Every single player and coach I talk to tells me that. It's not easy to win in the NFL. And so you don't celebrate every victory like it's a Super Bowl win, but you make sure that you recognize the value in winning. And when it's hard to come by, whew, man, it feels like a weight has been lifted off. Gosh, we've all been in that situation before, right? Dreading a particular uh, conversation or a challenge in our lives and making a, a tough decision and you get through it and then, ah. Oh, the weight, it feels like it literally got lifted off you. It's weird, right? Because it's not a physical sensation, and yet it can can feel that way. Gosh, that's such a great feeling. When you stare down your biggest fears, you stare down a huge challenge, you get through it, and then there's peace in place of the weight. So I wish for you on this Thanksgiving, peace and joy and laughter, even if there is grief, even if there are challenges, and food, of course. I know Thanksgiving food, Thanksgiving meals cost a lot more this year. It's really everything in our society that costs a lot more. Uh, There's so many different organizations and groups that are helping to provide Thanksgiving meals for those who can't quite uh, get them for themselves. And so I hope that you've had an opportunity to maybe share when we're grateful. tends to breed thankfulness elsewhere if we can share that. So uh, I love that that element of Thanksgiving as well as there's also a lot of giving we're thankful, but we're, we're supposed to be giving as well. We've got a post up on Twitter, a law radio, and also on our Facebook page after hours with Amy Lawrence, look for Snoopy. He's busy. He's prepping. And Patty is mesmerized. What Thanksgiving dish, whether it's the main course, the Turkey, he is the star of the show. Do you guys name your turkeys or is that just my family? Uh, He's the star of the show and you can name the turkey because I do love the turkey or you can pick a side dish that is a must have on your Thanksgiving dinner table. Also, Jay's going to love this. Corey posts on Facebook. I just Googled and Facebook searched after hours with and you came up first on both hashtag moving on up. So yes, Google and Facebook searches both throw up their After Hours with Amy Lawrence when you get halfway through the line. How about that? That's exciting. Google, too. I mean, Facebook's the devil, so I don't know how exciting it is, but but thank you, Corey. (laughs) It's a necessary evil. I will say that. We are required to have the Facebook page. We connect with many of you on Facebook, and so because of that, we thank you. (laughs) Uh, Connie on Facebook, homemade mac and cheese is a must. Steve says stuffing in all capital letters. Patrick calls it dressing. Oh, there are two kinds of people in this world. Those who call it stuffing and those who call it dressing. Jay, what do you call it? The, you know, the stuff that. I've never. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's so leading the witness. What do you call the substance that <laughs> is, is bread crumbs and bread pieces and it's baked sometimes in the turkey? I've only ever heard it called stuffing. I you didn't never heard know it called this dressing? was a debate. No. Oh, yeah, I have. 
All right, you guys, let's can we do a poll just for fun? I mean, this is yeah. a fun show. Let's do a poll in addition to our our peanuts Thanksgiving gif dressing or stuffing. What do you call it? That's it. That's all. What do you call it? Dressing or stuffing? You guys are going to think I'm crazy, but in my family, my mom's the side of the family from eastern, northeastern Ohio. So the Youngstown, Ohio area, just over the PA border in the east, uh, it's dressing. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that makes you think less of me. <laughs> Did you see? See? Well, Jay can see me. You all can't see me. You can hear me. Well, you can see me on our YouTube video and see how I talk with my hands. Did you guys hear me struggling to come up with words that didn't give it away? It's like that game. Uh, shoot, is it categories? What's the game where you have to describe something, but you can't use the word for it? Charades? No, no, charades is like acting, acting it, out. it out or drawing it, right? Isn't charades like acting yeah, or drawing? Acting out, yeah. yeah. But trying to come up with, there's a there's a game. Um, the the a word pictionary? escapes me. Um isn't that where you draw? Right. What is? What are we talking about? We're talking about a game where you have to describe. So it's on a card. Someone gives you a card, a yeah. phrase, or uh, gives you a word, and you have to describe it to your team without using the actual word. So it could be charades, but you, mm-hmm. but many times people are using it's just words. Shoot, what is that game? Why I feel like I'm so delinquent now in <laughs> identifying my games, uh, but. You know, I had to come up with words that weren't stuffing or dressing. I couldn't use stuff in the word. It's a word game. Oh, my gosh. Somebody help me out. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. So, yes, Patrick, I'm with you. It's called dressing. David says kielbasa, although he spells it in a way I've never seen before. Kielbasa and sauerkraut in a slow cooker. Like it. Gregory says deviled eggs for my wife. Jason, deviled eggs using my grandmother's recipe. Sandy says stuffing, my go-to for years now. Let's see, what else? Um, They're coming in even as I'm trying to read them here on Facebook. Michael goes with pork and sauerkraut, oven-baked, yum. Byron says dressing as well with turkey or chicken. Oh, listen to this one. This is definitely not one I've ever had before. Carol, a lime jello in a mold. Oh, no, I can't. I can't even keep reading. Uh Sorry, this sounds... Now I got to hear it. It has mayonnaise, cottage cheese, crushed pineapple, and crushed walnuts. In a A jello? A lime jello in a mold. It would be one of those that you kind of see the gelatin that's made with the different ingredients, but mayonnaise, you lost me at mayo. Those don't belong in jello. No, mayo should never be on a Thanksgiving table, ever, ever, ever. The sauerkraut, I think, is a little interesting, too. That's two answers real quick with it sauerkraut. Is. I've never I like had it. that. Many, many deviled eggs. How about that? Another mic with deviled eggs. Darian says sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top. Yes. Uh, Edward, green bean casserole. Jared, my son, always liked honey glazed ham. Uh, and then he says RIP Dylan from 2018. Love you, son. Thank you, Jared, for sharing that with us. Mark goes with stuffing. Nothing else matters. <laughs> That's it? Well, how do you think you get the stuffing? If you don't have the big old bird butt, how do you think you get the stuffing? Oh, are you guys cheating and not making your dressing in your turkey? Uh, Matthew says stuffing, Cameron stuffing, John stuffing. So lots of stuffing. Oh, dear. But we saw some dressing there, Jay. Did you put the poll up? Is it stuffing or is it dressing? What do you call it? Poll is up. You'd honestly never heard the word dressing before? No, I didn't know that was a thing. I thought stuffing was just stuffing. I thought that was what it's called. Huh. 
Please. Oh my gosh. Thank uh, nice. you. Thank you. Oh, but also taboo. There's another game called taboo. He's right. You, there's a specific word you can't say. But catchphrase is the one I'm thinking of. Yes, we played taboo, but I also have catchphrase. Uh, the little machine that you th- I get so fired up with the timer going that I throw it to the next person. Like chuck it. I've injured people in my family by chucking the little disc. Contact sport. It, it definitely is. People get my family gets so fired up. Thank you guys. So Gina, game is taboo. Uh, another tweet uh, says it's catchphrase. Mike says taboo. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we can put up. We can uh, get your responses. We can share some of these. Jake just says in the South it's dressing and stuff. In the South, dressing and stuffing are two different things. Uh, not in the Northeast. <laughs> Dressing and stuffing are the same thing. It's just, it's identified differently. This is I getting love crazy. This. No, <laughs> I love this. This makes me so happy. This is the kind of stuff that just floats my boat. Also, I'm so late. Please forgive me, Kevin Dexter. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We're rocking our Thanksgiving themes. Family, friends, food, fun, football. Faith can be in there as well if we need a second hand, too, because fame, uh, faith is important. Not fame. Fame is not necessarily on Thanksgiving. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Jones to backpedal, right side at the 16. Stab left, ran it right, oh. down the sideline, to the 40, to the 50, to the last left of the 45, beats the punter to the 35-30. Marcus Jones down the middle of the 10, into the end zone. Touchdown! No way! Touchdown, Patriots! In these tough times, to be able to rely on our locker room, um, I just know we had a good week of preparation and it didn't translate. Uh, to us playing our style of football in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I thought we were sloppy. I thought there were too many penalties. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Normally, we would return from a commercial break, and as we're setting up a particular matchup, in this case, one of the three Thanksgiving games, we would use a highlight from each team. But you may remember the Minnesota Vikings had no highlights from their loss against the Cowboys. And by loss, I mean drubbing. It was a bloodbath. And so that's why we come back with Kevin O'Connell behind the punt return for the touchdown that is still 
one of the the leading candidates for the TD of the week here on After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. So, yes, uh, find us on Twitter. You can vote for that. We do have a poll up now, dressing versus stuffing. Some of you are saying the obvious, which is that stuffing goes in the turkey and cooks there. Dressing is in a casserole dish. But I'm telling you, in my family, we just call it dressing regardless. It's dressing in the bird. It's dressing out of the bird. It doesn't matter. Mom says get two bags of dressing. Okay, Mom, got it. So I maybe that is the technical difference, but honestly, I think a lot of families call it one or the other, regardless of whether or not it cooks in the bird. But thank you. We got a poll up. We got all kinds of fun stuff on our social media tonight at After Hours CBS or on our Facebook page. I see a new stuffing category now that's been opened. Uh, oh, oyster stuffing. Ooh, that's got to be specific to somewhere along Maryland. the Atlantic. Yeah. Yes. That sounds amazing, too. Oh, my gosh. So this is how I hear all some uh, creative ideas, all these creative ideas. All right, so let's get to a little bit of this. Uh, let's see. It was Kevin O'Connell before that, Bob Sosi and Scott Zolak on Patriots Radio. Yeah, there's still a lot of questions, though, about the Patriots offense. It's definitely not in a groove, though the Pats have won two, three games in a row, excuse me, and they're now at six and four. And Mac Jones, they, they've got to find a groove against a really tough D. They're elite, elite, elite pass rushers, football players. So um, this is a, a great group up front and then obviously a great defense. They have great experience um, at each level and um, they do a lot of different stuff. They have a big library that they can pull from um, and obviously got to watch the film and see what they do and we've done that. But, you know, it's, it's Thanksgiving football and any team can do whatever they want. So we know the challenge that's ahead of us and um, definitely excited to play. I know it was breezy conditions, but they managed three points. Three points this past weekend against the Jets, who also have an elite defense. I told you this, and this blows me away. Between the Jets and Pats on Sunday, 17 total punts, nearly 800 punting yards. They scored 26 against the Colts. Uh, They also had 22 against the Jets the first time. But right now, their offense is under a microscope, and this Vikings defense does not make it easier. Uh, And then think about the challenge for the Patriots defense, trying to keep tabs on Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. It doesn't really get too much worse than that. (laughs) You know, uh, you got a guy who's, um, I guess they say he's on pace to to have, like, what, 2,000 yards or something like that. And you got Dalvin, who's been doing this for a long time, who's been a matchup problem, who can score from any part of the field and any position of the field. It, it makes it hard. So they have that underneath option, and they have that over-the-top option. And you just got to know where those guys are at. You know, they got a lot, of, a lot of firepower there on offense. And defensively, they're they're good at all all three levels. Uh, their front's really good, and they got two really good edge rushers. Big guys inside. Two good linebackers, and obviously Peterson and Harrison Smith are two outstanding defensive backs. And uh, big punter's got a big leg, accurate field goal kicker, <laughs> explosive returners. Best team in the league. Good, good, solid schemes in all areas. <laughs> That's Bill Belichick before that safety, Adrian Phillips. But, you know, for Dalvin Cook and for the Vikings offense, they recognize the Pats' defense is fierce. They're physical. We don't know that. We know that. They play hard. Um, they do everything that they schemed up to do at a, a high level. And, you know, I think that's what makes them so good. They put themselves in place to make plays. And you see that all over the film. So we got to be, you know, technical sound. We got to be locked in come Thursday, you know, you know, dealing with all those looks that they presented.
Another great test. Short week. Um, playing on national TV. Primetime game at home. Boom. Great opportunity against a really good team. Really good defense. Great test for us. Um, so, you know, the work you put in to get ready is is so important. And, um, you know, that's where our focus is right now. Oh, did you focus at all on the game film from the Cowboys? We watched it and, and learned from it, talked through it, and um, you certainly can get better from it. Oh, and then flush it is, is what I would say. We got a much more long-winded answer from Justin Jefferson when he talked about watching the film and how bad it was. But, yes, Vikings and Patriots. That is the late game on Thanksgiving. By that time, you could be on round two, maybe on round three of your leftovers. Oh, that's my favorite part is the Thanksgiving leftovers. The turkey's actually better when it's warmed up again. Same as the dressing and the potatoes. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.